you know what it is, nerds, fellow nerds, to record a podcast and not hit record? Just did that. What's up, nerds? It's me, your buddy, your pal, Hey Archer. Welcome back to my channel. If you are new here, first of all, welcome. I am, I am utterly, utterly embarrassed for myself. Boo! Boo! Rubbish! Filth! Slime! Muck! Boo! 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 That's how I'm feeling right now. If you are new here, this is Hey Archer, your weekly podcast where I talk all things nerdy to be your nerd guide in this crazy world that we're in. Currently, if you're new here, nothing seems out of the ordinary aside from you've probably never seen me before. So welcome. Uh, for those veterans here, the table looks completely different for the most part. So before we dive into this, of course, like, comment, subscribe. And when I say comment, I just want you down below because I'm talking to you. It's just you and I right here. Comment down there in real time to you watching this, your thoughts as I'm going through all this. Because I think that'd be a lot of fun because then I can respond to things after the fact. But if you do want real time conversations with your buddy or pal, I do a weekly Hey Archer Live. Currently, it's not on a set schedule because my hours for work change. So make sure you follow me on Instagram, Hey Archer, Facebook, Twitter. And I'll post on there 24 hours in advance when I'm going to do a live episode. So, of course, that could be real-time conversation. Uh, but those of you listening, if you have not watched my show, head over to youtube.com slash heyarcher. You can take a look at this cool room, the cool new lighting kind of options I can do off my desk, which I love. I bought, uh, I bought some expensive equipment, and I'm feeling like a professional. Professional now. All in this. The Roadcaster Pro unboxing video came out this week, or it's coming out this week, I should say. I've recorded most of it. I messed up a whole bunch of it. I re-recorded some of it. So it should, be, <laughs> it should be done by Monday, Tuesday. I did a Stream Deck unboxing. That is my fun little tool to control all sorts of cool things. You can play sounds on it. I can turn the lights on and off with it. But I can also control the software called Ecamm Live that I use to do my live videos. So unboxing for that is also out already. Well, I don't know why I said also, because that's the only one out. The Roadcaster's not out yet. Or maybe by the time you watch this, the Roadcaster's out. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, I am all over the place. My head is racing. Uh, coronavirus out there is real. It's a real thing. Uh, I tried to remove myself from social media today and actually spend some time outside. But wait, there's more. I did not spend it doing social things. No, I was in my yard for the most part. And then my buddy and I took a drive in his convertible, just taking in the sun, taking in the air. And that's a great way to, you know, not really deal with people, but still get some air. Uh, if you have to be in places, be careful. As I say, wear a mask and all that stuff. Uh, this is so different than three weeks. No, this is week four now. This is so different from four weeks. Was it four weeks? I'm losing track. When did we do that swipe and chill, if you guys remember? 
one, two, three, four. Yeah, we're going into week four right now of this whole quarantine thing. So different from back then. So different. It's insane. Uh, so, you know, I treated, and I hope you guys do this every so often, or I hope that you do this every so often. Take, take a break from social media. Take a break from your phone, from your computer. Just kind of remove yourself and just get out there, clear your head. I did that today, and it was great. By going outside, going for that drive, it was good to just remove. Um, especially because I've been cranking out videos all week. I've done four, I think, maybe five videos. Um, so it's been fun. And I hope that you are doing something creative to make yourself happy as you go through this. But that was off. Uh, the phone was kind of off. And then we came back, got some takeout food. And Gemini Man was on sale for like $3 for rental. So I hadn't seen it. He hadn't seen it. Said, screw it. Let's watch it. I was shocked. I was thoroughly, thoroughly shocked at how good that movie was. And I don't think I ever did a trailer reaction to it. By the way, this is episode 164, uh, for those of you keeping count. I don't think I did any kind of trailer reaction to Gemini Man. That might have been before I really started doing this. But I had no desire to see that movie. Like, I did not care whatsoever. And sure enough, pretty decent movie. Why is not my playlist coming up? Um... I won't do a two-minute review on the movie because our good friend Aaron has already done that. So check out Aaron's channel to watch his review of the movie. But I was like blown away at how much I enjoyed watching Gemini Man. So if you get a chance, uh, do check it out. Just a fun, fun action movie. Still looking to see my trailer reactions. There we go. I still haven't seen X-Men. I still haven't seen Sonic, Dark Phoenix, Birds of Prey. Why is that in there? <laughs> Wonder Woman, delayed. Maverick, delayed. New Mutants, delayed. Morbius, delayed. Oh, man. So many movies on here that are just not even coming out at the moment. Um, so... It was fun to just watch something just different. And like I said, check out Aaron's channel for a full review. But dope movie. I loved it. Um, I won't go into any details or anything like that. But in coming out of that, uh, you know, internet. Hmm, that's funny. In coming out of the internet, like, um, time chamber the hyper what was it the hyperbolic time chamber that they used in uh, dragon ball z coming out of the chamber coming out of the the wilderness i turned my phone kind of back on not literally i just started looking at it and eugene s robinson has a new episode that's already been airing i see the show title i get confused and then i go to twitter and i see this title and i'm like what is happening so i turn on eugene He's at the tail end of the show. Dana White revealed as victim of sex tape extortion scheme. What? <laughs> what? I was going to talk about Dana White 
anyway today. But now I have two things to talk about with Dana White, which is great. Uh, I, Dana, if you somehow watch this show, I've probably said this before. Um, I don't hate you as a person. I think what you do is shady. The way you treat the fighters, everybody's a, everybody can talk when they're not in the mix. I get it. Um, I don't pretend your job is easy, but man, do you find a way to keep yourself in the conversation? And I respect that. I respect your, that you are always out there. You're the most up. You're the most. You're the most aside from like Vince McMahon. Like when it comes to like the president of a company, like you're the most out there in the in the media spotlight. And I will always tip my hat to you for that, because you know what? Making fighters fight during coronavirus is one thing, but then you also find yourself to be involved in a sex tape extortion scheme. Now, before you guys start thinking that he's on the the wrong end of this, he actually is on the wrong end of this. He's actually the victim here. So apparently there's, uh, in 2015, this guy, Ernesto Joshua Ramos, was arrested and charged after the FBI found he tried to extort 200 grand from unnamed, prominent Las Vegas businessman. Turned out to be Mr. White. Let's see, the 50-year-old... Yeah, he was. Oh, I didn't even know this before. So when I first recorded this episode, I wasn't sure. I was, I was pretty confident that he was married. But yeah, here it says here, um, he was, he said the woman, a Las Vegas stripper, had been seeing the 50-year-old married white over the course of several months and taped the two in an act without white's consent. So I'll say this, and this has been my mindset for a long time. This is nothing new. First of all, whatever you do in the bedroom, that's up to you. That's your own thing, right? I think we all can, for the most part, agree with that, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Whenever you see a celebrity, a famous person, a multimillionaire, wrapped up in some sort of scam of, like, cheating going on, I don't know why you're surprised. I'm shocked that he got recorded twice and didn't even notice it. I'm not surprised. Actually, I am, but I am. I am, but I'm not surprised by it. I'll get to the reasons. But people that, when you're dealing on that level of money, that level of fame, they're not normal people anymore, right? Dana, Dana is 50, and you're telling me that he's fine just going to work, punching the clock, leaving work, going home, wife, kids, comes in, gives them a kiss, they have dinner, kids come in, throwing football, hey, Oh, school. Great. Yeah. They sit down around the table. They say grace. And you really think that's what happens when you're a millionaire like that? Please. Please. By all means, if you also think wrestling is real, bless your heart. Bless your heart. That's not what these people do. These people are not normal people anymore. They don't play by normal rules anymore. I mean, the, the dude can walk. He can go to Walmart. I mean, think of Brad Pitt. You think Brad Pitt can go anywhere anymore? He can't even go to a drive-thru without some guy or girl crawling out of the drive-thru window to try to sleep with him. Like, that's, that's just what you're dealing with at that point. So, you know, these types of things, I am, but I'm not surprised by it. I'm not surprised by the action. I am surprised he got caught being taped, but at the same time, I don't imagine the person that he's hooking up with who is a Las Vegas dancer, or no, they actually said strip club. I tried to be... Uh, benefit of doubt here. 
I'm not surprised that he would be hooking up with a stripper who found a way to try to record him to make extra money. That's not, that's part's not surprising. The, the fact that he got recorded and didn't realize it, or I, I probably would have expected him, I, I probably would have expected Dana to ch- willingly do it and then be like, ah, delete it. Like, I probably would expect that more uh, than for him to just twice not even know it. That, that part, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth on that. I feel like it takes a certain kind of person to even sleep with a stripper. Let's let's just call it. Let's just say it is what it is. Yeah, but whatever. Um, what's funny about the whole situation, though, is when I when I jumped into Eugene's show, he was saying that they think that or wherever he saw it. I'm not sure where he saw it. I'm not sure the sources, but they think he was giving her ten grand every single time he saw her. And that's, as a fighter, you should be like, you're paying her 10 grand every time. I'm getting five to show, five to win. <laughs> like, what is happening here? That that's, that's how much money you have? This whole side thing going on where 10 grand, um, either, even if it's a 10 grand a month, it was probably 10 grand a, a visit, I, w- I would assume. I would assume it'd be 10 grand a visit, but... I don't know. I'm pulling that number out of my hoo-ha for whatever, whatever. But if I'm a fighter, I'm like, what do you, dude, what the hell? <laughs> like, you got the kind of money and you're giving me nothing and you're making me fight during a, a, pand- a pandemic and you got a stripper out there who's making 10 grand just to hear you BS and complain about your millionaire issues. I got to say, I agree with, I agree with Eugene. If I was a fighter, I'd be... I'd be very confused by the whole thing, but yet not confused. But it's one of those truths you don't want to know, I guess. Whatever. But the thing I was going to talk about as far as Dana goes is he has come out saying he is still proceeding with UFC 249. And I talked about this probably two weeks ago, I think. UFC 249, the greatest light heavyweight, or sorry, the greatest lightweight fight of all time, Khabib versus Tony. By far. This is the fifth time they try to make this fight. Fifth time. It was all, all steam ahead. Engines full. We're going. We're good. Pandemic happens. Ruins everything. Dana's like, nope. The card's still happening. Card's still happening. We have no idea where. The card's still happening. All of a sudden, Khabib flies back to Russia. And they're like, you can't leave. There's a pandemic. We're not letting anybody in and out. So now we're like, all right, I guess 249 is canceled. Nope. Dana says it's still on. And as of 12 noon today, Dana says that Khabib is pulled, but 249 is still happening. And Luke Thomas posted something. I forget uh, which coach it was. But this brings up the point that I mentioned the other day when it comes to still making these fighters go forward with it. Let's see if I can find it. Where was it? It might have been a retweet, but essentially it was kind of the same thing I was saying the other day where 
you know, is it where's where's the line of these fighters getting taken advantage of, right? I mean, I think we can all agree that they've it's already crossed that, but where's the line? And you're making you're taking people who fight for money, telling them, listen, all right, I'm not saying you have to show up to work. Before I get paid, you gotta show up. And to do so, you're gonna have to fly to wherever, which I still think is Abu Dhabi. I think I think that's where I've said the last couple of times. I think it's going to be in Abu Dhabi. Um, but they, you know, hey, if you want to get paid, you got to show up to work. And I'll get you a plane ticket if you want to go. So, yeah, if these fighters are quarantined and then they show up, they get tested, they fight each other, whatever. I guess that's safe. I mean, the wrestlers are doing it now, which I don't understand, but whatever. It, it is slightly different. Actually, it's, it's really different as I say that. Here's why. To actually, let's start with wrestling, right? WrestleMania is going on right now as I record this episode. And to train, you can argue that the wrestlers, for the most part, could they interact in the ring, they leave the ring, and then when they're training for the next match, they're at the gym, maybe it's a private gym, they're in their home gym, they're doing their own weightlifting, doing kind of like some of their own drills, uh, maybe working the ropes, doing whatever wrestlers do to train, right? In MMA, you can't train like that by yourself. It's not, this isn't, like, Rocky IV was a movie. As much as, I, as much as I wish Rocky IV was real, it's not. And you can't train for a fight by just hitting the heavy bag for a while. You've got to grapple with somebody. You've got to strike with somebody. You've got to jujitsu with somebody, if that's the proper term. And these fighters who are like, I've got to make this money, he's saying it can still go to work on the 18th of April. Now they're going to the gym. And now they're, they're fighting with whoever to train. Now, you don't, they don't just, they're not just testing everybody for coronavirus. Like, you, you don't just go to CVS and get a test kit. Like, that's not how this works. You could be rolling with somebody. Let's use jiu-jitsu for an example. You're getting ready for your fight. You're doing, you're doing jiu-jitsu training. The person you're rolling with could have it without symptoms. And now you leave. You fly to, let's say, again, Abu Dhabi. Let's say that's where it happens. And you fight somebody. You both don't have symptoms, so you don't get tested. And now, match is over. Whoever wins, wins, whatever. They fly back to where they're from. But now, in, even in transit going, you're transmitting. Cut man. Whoever's doing your tape, your gloves, you're transmitting. Whoever is in the ambulance. Like, we're taking ambulance staff to work this thing. Out of whatever it is that they're supposed to be doing, we're taking ambulance staff to be at an event in case, in case of emergency. There's a, there's a domino effect here. And I get it. The, the, the video cam crew, the makeup crew. Like I, I understand that the, the other people who are put out of work because of this whole epidemic, right? And hey, if you, if you can still pay them as though the event's happening, because those people just make a normal hourly rate anyway. But now you're putting so many more people at risk because you're like, this fight has to go on. This fight has to happen. Now is not the time and the place. It's not the time and the place. And even with the WWE doing it, you know, the, the one thing I think they're doing is they're holding all of their events at their center, maybe? I could be wrong here. I don't think it's a road show anymore. It's happening in like in one place. So maybe that place has a dedicated medical staff. So they're like, all right, the people who work here, we're keeping them working because they are our medical staff. But God forbid something happens drastically. Like there is no, you want like, like you're, I'll try to keep this PG 
PG-13, I guess, but, like, you're a real a-hole if, like, your athlete, because you, the show must go on, let's say they break an arm, right? They got to go to the hospital. And now one person is losing out on a bed because your entertainer broke his arm or her arm who didn't even have to be doing that. And now they're potentially contaminated with getting coronavirus because hospitals are hotbeds for it. I mean, that's, that, that is what it is. Uh, so, it, you know, as a fan, yeah, I like that all this stuff happens, I guess, but it can't. You can't do these things because there's a domino effect. Uh, you're, you're damned if you do, do, damned if you don't. I understand the concept. But really, the right thing to do in these cases, no. Because, you know, like one person, yeah, I can't protect this one fighter from A to B. But you can't protect everybody around them. And it takes a lot of people to move them from A to B. And they're all flying. So that's another thing. Do I think this is happening in the United States? No. I, I still, I think Abu Dhabi, um, it's, it's happening overseas. There's no way. Dana probably is going to fly everybody out there. I don't know. I don't know why ESPN is just letting this happen. I mean, I understand viewership and, you know, ESPN viewership is probably down now because there's no sports going on. But, like, to get your name on that, I don't know. That's going to be a weird one. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I just saw this thing about Trump having a conversation with Sports commissioners, and apparently Dana White's going to be involved in that. So, not surprising. They're friends. But, yeah, crazy. Dana White just in the news all week um, saying all sorts of crazy things. And, like I said, dude, Dana, you're a cool guy. I've met you in person, I don't know, three times, I think, two times. You were nice to me. I'm sure you're nice to most people. I understand you're a businessman, so you're doing what you got to do. I will never dispute that. But there are, sometimes you got to back off. And I know it takes a certain personality to not back off. It takes a certain personality trait to be a wild man, like our good friend Johnny Boney. But at a certain point, you got to just be like, you know what? Let me just wait and make sure that when fight time comes for UFC 249, that everybody's good to go, everybody is healthy, and we get the best fights we possibly can. So, Senior White. Rubbish, filth, slime, muck, boo, boo, boo. <laughs> I kind of want that to be my thing now. I got to come up with some more options on here. I'm thinking for this soundboard, I'm thinking like the Thundercats Ho as one of the buttons. Um, or maybe like the Transformers. Da -na 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 -na. Something. I don't know. Comment down below what sounds you want on this soundboard. So when I release it to the world in full capacity, you can uh, all hear it. And I've probably, after that UFC ramble, been getting a lot of that. This is so cheesy. And I love every, every bit of it. Um, so yeah, that has been the week in Dana White in UFC. That took up like 20-something minutes. So, it is what it is. Aside from that, like I said, I watched Gemini Man. I'm going to watch a couple other movies. Uh, I, I owe a lot of you some two-minute reviews. I have not been doing a lot. It's 
it's really been, I think the shift has happened, and I've probably talked about this before, the shift has happened where now that everybody's home creating content, I'm releasing more content about how to create content. And in doing so, the other kind of theory I have is if I make other content that people like viewing, that'll bring them to the channel. And then if they're thinking about making stuff, then they have that resource. So for example, the unboxing of the, the Zio staff, people love unboxing videos. People love Power Rangers. I'll do an unboxing video. You see how I do it. And then if you're like, hey, I think I can do an unboxing of Power Rangers way better than Archer can. There's a video for you on how to do it. So that's kind of the reasoning as to why I've been doing a lot of the content I have been doing. I haven't done any trailer reactions because all the movies are getting delayed. So if anything, maybe I'll just take kind of a creative break and do a whole week of two-minute reviews of just different movies that I finally get to watch. But again, check out Aaron's channel because he's doing Cinematically Late where he reviews older movies like Gemini Man. Uh, so check out his channel as well. So I'm not sure. There's not much more for me to unbox at the moment, tech-wise, um, upgrading podcast-wise. Everything's kind of financially going to be where it is for a while, I think. But uh, I want you guys to let me know if you've been doing anything creative, anything new, now that you're entering week four of quarantine, which is crazy to think. Um, have any of you been still dating under quarantine? Are you doing FaceTime dates? Are you doing Zoom dates? Are you meeting in person? Do you maybe not want to meet your meeting person? I'm not sure. But comment down below. Let me know how your life has changed with all this. And of course, let me know what you think about the Dana White issue going on there and all that craziness. But overall, considering I've already recorded this once and forgot to hit record, I think we're done for today on Hey Arp. Oh, hey Harp. Hey Archer. Episode 164. So I thank you all for being here. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Use the links down below if you want to buy any of the cool things that I've been using to make this content. And one thing I never mention is share these videos if there's something you enjoy, whether it's the podcast, the unboxings, or whatnot. Share it with a friend. Bring somebody new here. We're almost at 150 subs, which is so dope. And I thank all of you for that immensely. Um... Thanks for being here. Like, comment, subscribe. And I'll talk to all you nerds in the next video. Peace.